0: Hello once again, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling, with me, Owen Staten. Thank you very much for dropping by and listening. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to an old tale traditionally told. I hope that wherever you are, whenever this is, you are fine and you are well, and you are ready for stories. Well, let's get to it. Once again, as I say, my name is Owen Staten and I am a storyteller. I hope that you can all gather round the fireplace albeit a virtual fireplace and listen to a tale traditionally told. The time between times the time when it is neither night nor day but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. The time when the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer, wafer thin. So thin that for just a few moments things from the other world can reach into our world and for just a few moments we can reach back into their world this is a time that people see lights in the sky this is the time that people see ghosts this is the time that people see fairies but this is a time of magic the modern world is full of trappings and things that are going on a million miles per hour sit back empty your mind Make room for a tale, make time for a tale. So here we are at the time between times. We sit at the fireplace. We can hear the crackle of the fire. We can feel the slight chill in the air. The sky is gray, but not yet dark. Far away, we can hear the howl of wolves. We can hear the growl of bears. But we look around the fireplace and we see friends. And we see companions. And we see people who love stories as much as we do. So let me take you back to the origin of one of the greatest storytellers the world has ever known. A man called Taliesin, or He of the Silver Tongue. So here we go. Many years ago, in a place not far from here, there lived a witch called Keridwen. She was old with a bent back, big nose, hooked hands. And she talked in a voice like this. Keridwen wanted to be all-powerful and full of wisdom. She wanted to know every spell that could ever be cast, every song that had ever been sung, every tale that had ever been told, every poem that had ever been performed. So she walked around her cobweb-filled house reached up on the wonky shelves that held her books and pulled down an old tome written in a language as old as the mountains. She opened the book, blew off the cobwebs, and there she saw the spell. How to know everything. How to be the cleverest witch in all the world. Ha! Take Three spider's legs and put them in a pot. Take four whole ants and put them in a pot. Take eight toads and put them in a pot. And stir it clockwise, never anti-clockwise, round and round and round for a year and a day. Then drink three drops of the potion. Not one, not two, but three drops of the potion. I become the cleverest witch in all the world. <laughs> Wait a minute. She went out to the garden, and there near the lily pond she found the frogs and toads, she found the spiders and the ants, and placed all their parts in a giant cauldron. So I have to stir this clockwise, never anti clockwise, always staring, never eating, never drinking, never sleeping. I will not do that, but I know someone who will. With that, Keridwen walked out of her house and slammed the door behind her. She walked through the streets and all the doors to all the houses closed and all the curtains and all the windows closed as everyone was scared of Keridwen until she came to a place where all the children played. And as she approached, the children scattered to the forest, all except one, a tall boy with the red hair called Guion Hello Keridwen how how are you can i help you yes you can come to my house and stir the pot for a year and a day never eating never sleeping never drinking always clockwise never anti-clockwise this is a task that you must do Guion yes yeah, yes yeah, yes all right i will Keridwen i will Keridwen and Guion walked back to their home and Guion stood in front of the pot, a great spoon in front of him. And he started to stir round and round and round clockwise, not anticlockwise. Guyon stirred and stirred and stirred and the hours turned to days and the days turned to weeks and the weeks turned to months and still as the sun came up and the moon went down, Guyon stirred and stirred and stirred and every day Keridwen would come in to see Guyon, and every day she would encourage him to carry on and Guyon did not sleep nor did he eat nor did he sleep at all until a year had passed. And only a day remained, until Keridwen was ready to drink the potion. But she knew that this would be the most important day of all, so she came to visit Guyon. Guyon, Tomorrow I will drink three drops of the potion. But tonight there will be a storm, a storm so loud it will feel like the gods are throwing boulders in the sky. But still you must stir the potion, always clockwise. Do you understand? Yes, Keridwen, I understand the church bells far away rang four the rain started far away at first and then closer and closer until it beat on the roof of the house like thunder and then the thunder started far away at first becoming closer and closer until it felt like the gods were throwing boulders in the sky and then the lightning started Far away, but then coming closer and closer until each boat lit up the dark night like it was day. But still guion stirred and stirred and stirred until midnight came, and the clocks of the church and the, and the bells of the church rang out, and still he stirred. And then, just after midnight, at the darkest heart of the night, a huge bolt of lightning shot to the sky and hit the house with a Bang! The whole house shook. Every part of the house shook back and forth. All the books fell from all the shelves. But still Guion stirred and stirred. But he was thrown to the side as the cauldron rummaged back and forth. And out of the cauldron, three drops of the potion flew through the air and landed on Guion's hand. One, two, three. Three drops of potion on his hand. <gasps> There's three drops of the potion have landed on my hand. I, I, I don't know what to do. I, 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 what will Keridwen say? What will Keridwen do? Said Guion. Oh, I know. I know what to do. I'll drink them. <coughs> oh, frogs. <coughs> Spiders. <coughs> Ants. <sighs> untasted tasted the, the potion fall down his neck. The taste was horrible, like he was eating the very earth itself. But then, all of a sudden, his cloudy mind started to open. All of a sudden, everything became clear in his head. All of a sudden he knew the answers to every question that had ever been asked. He knew every poem that had ever been performed, every song that had ever been sung, every tale that had ever been told. Guyon knew these answers, for the magic of the potion took hold in his head. <gasps> but then he turned around, and behind him in the doorway, there stood Keridwen the witch. What is going on here? Hum, 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 there was a huge bolt of lightning, when, and it shot through the sky, and it hit the house, and three drops of the potion, they came flying out of the pot, and they landed on my hand, one, two, three, and I, I, I drunk them. You didn't what? I drunk them. Oh, <sighs> fury knew no bounds. A whole year had passed when this cauldron had been put in a house, and this spell had been cast, but nothing had come of it. She reached under a robe and pulled out a dagger and held it high in the sky so it lit in the lights of the candles and then rushed at Guion. Guion fell back in terror and landed on the ground. He felt the cold floor upon his back. But now he was the cleverest boy in all the world and he knew exactly what to do. So there in a spell as old as the mountains he cast and disappeared in front of Keridwin and turned into a small, white, loppy-eared rabbit that leapt up, rushed under Keridwen's legs, out of the house, over the wall and started to run through the night. Keridwen turned round, her fury filled him in the air and then she cast a spell for she was a witch who knew many spells and turned into a great big black hunting dog. Row, row, row went the dog and chased the rabbit over the house, down over the wall and down through the forest. The rabbit run, run, run. The dog bounded after it until it was almost catching the rabbit in its mouth but the rabbit arrived at the shores of a roaring river and pulled up and then Guyon cast another spell and the rabbit disappeared and the rabbit turned into a fish a small silvery fish that jumped through the air and landed in the river and the fish swam down the river the dog stopped at the river and in a flash of light turned into an otter and the otter chased the fish over the rocks, down through the river, until they came to a great lake. And then just as the otter was about to grab the fish in its mouth, the fish jumped out of the water into the sky, and just before it fell back into the lake, another spell was cast, and the fish turned into a small bird which flew high into the sky, flapping around up until the clouds. But then out of the water the otter vanished, and a great eagle rose into the sky. The bird flew and flew and flew over the clouds, over the trees, over the mountains, pursued by the eagle all through the sky until the eagle was just about to grab the bird in its claws. When suddenly, Guion cast his final spell and turned the bird into one single seed of grain, which fell from the sky and landed in a field full of grain. The eagle circled round and round and round. Where has he gone? said Kerrigan. Where has he gone? I know. And with a flash of light, the eagle changed back, but this time into a chicken. And the chicken landed in the field and started to peck at the grain round and round, eating hundreds and thousands of small parts of grain until it came closer and closer and closer to where Gwion was, and then suddenly, go, swallowed it. Swallowed the grain that was Guillon. In a flash of light, the chicken turned back into Kerridwen. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 No one gets the better of me, said Kerridwen. Nobody, nobody. I will make this spell again, but... Oh, but then something happened she did not expect. All of a sudden, her belly started to grow and grow and grow and grow. What is happening? What is happening to me? said so Kerridwin. Huh. And as she reached a house, she fell to the ground and pop out of her belly there popped a the baby. And Carriedwen caught the baby in her hands. And the baby looked up at her with its thumb in its mouth. Who oh, is this? what is this and then the baby spoke in a voice as old as the mountains and as capricious as the sea i don't know who i am but please please look after me please look after me is there no ridding of this child said carried and with that she put the baby in a bag and put the bag over her shoulder and as the baby cried, she walked out of the house, down through the streets and all the doors to all the houses closed and all the windows to all the world shut. And she made her way to a cliff face, overlooking the roaring, raging sea and threw the bag around her head three times until it went far out to sea and landed with a splash. And that would be the end of our tale, as Kerrydwen turned and walked back to our house. But... On that early morning, all those years ago, two fishermen were out on a boat far out to sea. They'd been there for many hours already and had caught absolutely nothing. Of course, absolutely, I've been, I've been here all day, said one of them. I'm going to try one more time, one more time. But if I don't catch anything, we're going to go back. And he cast his rod far out to sea and he caught on something. And the fisherman pulled and pulled and pulled until there... Out of the sea there came the bag which landed in the bottom of the boat and the fisherman cut open the bag and opened it inside there was the baby. Hello, said the baby. Whoa! The fisherman had the shock of his life. Who are you? I don't know who I am, said the baby but I know that character when the witch is tried to kill me. Please look after me. Oh, we'll look after you. For you are a gift from the sea, said the fisherman. And they rowed their boat back to the beach. They waited for darkness and under the cover of the night he placed the child under his coat and made his way back to his house and closed the door. And that child grew to be a boy and that boy grew to be a man. And the fisherman named the boy Taliesin, he of the silver tongue, for he knew every tale ever told, every poem ever performed, ever song ever sung. And he became the greatest storyteller the world had ever known. Storyteller to Arthur, a Brynian Arthur, the King Arthur. He travelled the land gathering tales that had been passed down from generation to generation. From father to son to mother to daughter. Until they come here now to me. And I tell them to you at the time between times. A time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. And that, my friends, is the old but magical tale of Guion and the Witch. I hope you enjoyed it. It is good to listen to stories sometimes, isn't it? To just banish all the bad thoughts and worries from our world. Listen to a tale from hundreds and maybe thousands of years ago. That tale can be found in many books of Welsh legend. Please take a look at it. Please enjoy it, for that is a tale to bring joy to many hearts. And Keridwen the Witch, and Keridwen's cauldron, is famous the world gone by. Thank you once again for joining me here at The Time Between Times. My name is Owen Staton. You can contact me. At owinstaton at aol.com. I also have a YouTube channel where you can actually watch me perform in The Tales if that's what you like. And, And that is Time Between Times Storytelling on YouTube. And this is Time Between Times Storytelling, the podcast. If you liked it, please leave a positive review, for that would mean the world to me. Please like and subscribe if you will, and then you will never miss an episode of this as I try and tell a tale and bring these old stories to life for people to hear all over the world. If you have any tales that you would like me to tell, then please get in touch, and I will do my best to accommodate you. And if you'd like to discuss any stories, please get in touch at owinstaten.aol.com, and we can talk tales. For what better things are there to talk about than tales of magic, of warriors, of love, of the Tullwith take of great monsters. Tales to entertain us and make us happy in these the darkest of times. Thank you for listening, my friends. It's been great to be in your company once more. And I will look out for you next time. When the sun is gone and the sky is grey and the veil between the other world and our world grows wafer wafer thin. But until that time, take care of yourself. Look after your loved ones. Hoilvaur Diochambaur.